Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by GR Dad. Hi. GR Dad, when we recorded the podcast last week, you were real quiet because your mic was too far away from your mouth. So I'm going to encourage you not to lean forward, but to sit comfortably and pull that mic to your face. Yeah. It's been three years. Do you think I'm going to learn tonight? <laughs> I'll try. He always goes, no, no, no. I'll just lean forward the whole time. And then as the podcast wears on, yeah, that, that thing will move close to your face. You can lean back like me with your arms over the back of the thing and then pull it right at your face. You're a professional. <clears throat> I mean, it's been three years. You could be a professional <laughs> by now, too. <laughs> it loses spontaneity if I get too, you know good at this <laughs> i was i listened we, we both listened to our podcast i think and i was listening to it and i was like gr dad is so quiet i like hearing gr dad but you were like yes jen i think that's interesting and i was like he needs to put the mic closer to his mouth was it worse than usual i think so it was i think because we sit in a different configuration in maryland oh yeah it was yeah. different anyway it was maryland maybe it's because we were so far away i have a hand gesture <laughs> that I do at GR Dad when we're recording that is move the mic closer to your face. What is it? I go like this. Uh, I, I have my hands kind of parallel to each other and I smush them together. Half the time I'm sleeping. I don't see your hand <laughs> gestures. <laughs> well, you sound good now. Hey. Excellent. You look good. Oh, thanks. Yeah. You look pretty nice too. Hey, there you go. The cocktail of the week. We have two cocktails of the week. GR Dad and I each picked one. I picked the Philadelphia cocktail, which is, or I'm sorry. It's the Pennsylvania cocktail. Mm -hmm. uh, the Pennsylvania cocktail, uh, it's Cuban rum and lime juice, basically, and a little bit of sugar. Weird what that connects Why to Why would that be the Pennsylvania cocktail? I don't know. Well known for its Cuban rum. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who knows? Uh, and GR Dad's like, no, his cocktail of the week choice is the Georgia on my mind cocktail, which I, I confess is probably a better choice. The Georgia On My Mind cocktail is bourbon, ginger liqueur, so Canton, Dominique de Canton. What? Is that how you say that? We've got that. Know. That's that fancy, oh, it's in the cabinet down. It's that fancy kind of crystal-y Yeah, the bottle doesn't fit bottle. anymore. It yeah, looks it's like 18 feet tall. <laughs> uh, that's really good. Peach nectar, celery bitters, and basil. So, uh... We have yeah. celery bitters? I don't know if we have them here. We're not drinking this cocktail right now. It's just no, the cocktail of the week. It's a theory. We don't want to. We don't want to jump the gun on anything. Early in our dating career, Jr. Dad bought me a set of Fee Brothers bitters. I think there's celery bitters in that. It was like a you know twelve pack of like there's orange bitters and lemon bitters, yeah. chocolate bitters, whatever. Which is was such a good present. Jr. Dad's really good at picking out presents for me. That was a great one. <laughs> I think there's celery bitters in there. Yeah, probably, but it's twelve hundred miles away. Yes. Uh, so I didn't make that. We'd also don't have peach nectar right now. We did a couple of weeks ago. I made it for a different cocktail of the week, but uh, then we threw that away. Anyway, it sounds like a good cocktail. Yep. So the Pennsylvania cocktail and the Georgia on my mind cocktail, both good choices. All right. Uh, we got a lot of dog updates. But actually, what are we drinking? We're drinking painkillers because the pain needs to be killed. We could do that every night and sometimes we do. <laughs> I could drink like eight of them every night. I would not feel good, but every time I have one, I want another one. It's so funny that some we had a Twitter exchange about this, right? Where some people, some were like, "How do you deal with the stress?" And I was like, "Well, I drink and I sleep." 
<laughs> and you walk and run. Yeah. I went out on election night. Uh, it was like, you know, I knew we weren't going to get a, a decision in the election on election night, but I was really wound up and I knew I wouldn't be able to go to sleep. It, you know, so it's not like I was waiting. I was just like, if I go to bed right now, I'm just going to lay there and doom scroll. Or Ugh. even if I put the phone away, I'm going to lay there awake. So I'm like, I'm going to go out for a walk to your dad. This is like 1145. And he's like, I'm going to bed. So I might have been 945. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I hopped it out of a lot of news. No, it was. Yeah, I was I was sort of quietly checking. We did not have any news on, on election night. And I was sort of checking some stuff online. But yeah, like 1145. I'm like, I'm going out for a walk. Um, you know, I know you're going to bed. I don't know when I'll be back at two. I was still walking and I texted him. I'm like, just in case you wake up, don't worry. I'm not dead. I'm still just out for a walk. So I walked about 10 miles. I, it, and I was like, I'm just going to walk until I'm really tired. And a, around <laughs> 2 a.m. I was like, oh, that's right. I can go 100 miles before I'm too tired that I have to stop. Such a bad strategy this for is, you. I, I will absolutely walk all night if I wait till I'm tired. So at 2.30, I was like, all right, let's bring it in. I was I like out and, you know, I was doing a ton of stuff on my phone too. Zero cars, right? I'm just on this like empty road, no street lights. It was a close to a full moon, right? So it was pretty bright out, but no street lights, no house lights. I'm just on this mostly abandoned road. Probably lizards and crabs watching you. Weird stuff in the woods making noises because it's, it's in the middle of like the Florida Keys wildlife preservation area. It's just a road that goes through that. Oh, at so there's night, just everything's out. <laughs> all kinds watching. of creatures in the woods. There was one duck. I, I think it was a duck. I mean, it was too dark to see, but it sounded like a duck. It quacked like a duck. It walked like a duck in the middle of the road. No naked people. I saw no humans of any sort. I didn't hear any. No, no ghosts. cars. No ghosts. I was kind of hoping for a ghost. There ghost were no ghosts. Um, They're all watching the freaking election coverage. Yeah. So, well, I mean, at 2.30. So anyway, I got. Yeah. yeah, At (laughs) 2.30. Yes. Yes. Uh, So I kind of turned towards home. I was probably home by like 3.15 in bed at 3.30. And then at 6.30, the dogs got me up the next day. So Wednesday was a real tough day. And then I walked on the treadmill all day Wednesday. I'm like, I have to do some work. So I put a board across my treadmill and walked with my computer on it for another you know 12 miles or something yeah, you used to do that like three four years ago when you were really into the fitbit at first you got a lot of steps while computing i, I love like it's just my ratchet walking desk like i love being able to walk <laughs> it's while I'm, walk. it's a very elaborate walking desk. i mean it's a very fancy treadmill but the desk part is lacking yeah it's yeah, just yeah a no, board. that's right but the <laughs> walking part it. is great the desk part is ratchet yeah it's the opposite of most walking desks for sure uh, no, I feel great when I do that. I feel really crappy when I sit around all day. So it's it's really nice. And uh, now that we've told the saga of the treadmill, now that we've got that set up downstairs, uh, it's a good way to you've told him get my work done. I did. We did it on a previous podcast. So anyway, uh, I don't even know why I started telling that. Oh, that's because you said yeah. You you drink and you haven't. To be fair, dear dad has not been drinking heavily. No, but I sleep very easily. <laughs> we did go to bed at like nine thirty last night. Oh, <laughs> I was fine. I was like, and I'm going to bed. What's gonna? Nothing good's gonna happen after nine thirty. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so let's see. Dog updates. Uh, I just got back from the vet with Chief Brody. I walked in from the vet, and dear dad's like, we need to do a podcast. So uh, this is like breaking news. What's your news sound? So 
I think on the last podcast, we announced that Chief Brody went back to the vet for his urinary tract infection. <clears throat> Excuse me. Got some new antibiotics because he still had it. We had done a round, and then there was like a different kind of bacteria. So we did another round of antibiotics. Just like everything, it's freaking Groundhog Day with his bacteria in his bladder. Yep. So uh, we did that full course of antibiotics for him. And then this was our recheck just to make sure everything was gone. Uh, and it's not all gone. He's still got bacteria in there. And there's that, that was your dad's head on the microphone. Because I'm so close. That's good. You're doing a great job. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, she's like, it's weird. He has rods, which is like a certain shape of bacteria. She's like, boy dogs aren't supposed to have those. I don't know how they got up there. I'm like, we're washing his bits every time he goes in the he's water. He's very sensitive. Yeah, so now he's on a new expensive fancy antibiotic and they're sending his urine sample out for culturing so hopefully this new expensive one is the right one to be on they think it is but if not we'll know in a few days and then be able to get him on the right one so hopefully he starts feeling better isn't he eating cranberry tablets he is he's he they like cranberry juice right mm-hmm. oh. yeah they gave him a cranberry supplement so he gets that twice a day uh, so hopefully that's making him feel a little better and warding off some talking he makes a lot of noise at at us but especially gr dad like i can be petting him and then he'll turn around and like walk to the edge of the (laughs) office where gr dad's working and just stare at him and be like i think he's figured out that i'm a sucker and i'll come over and pet him but like i could be petting him and he walks away from my pets and makes sounds at you he wants even more pets he wants all of the pets he likes yours better i think is what it is i'm not hurt by this He's got a lot going on, that boy. He does. Yeah. Uh, so He's anyway. On Lodi's working okay. Yes. Uh, so we brought the dog scale <clears throat> back from Maryland. Uh, Which is just like a double wide normal scale. Well, it's like what they have at the vet. Yeah, it is. You it know, is. it's a little platform. It's exactly. specifically a dog scale. You're supposed to get all four legs on there. Yeah, we bought that. Uh, I think... I, my mom may have sent that to us. Maybe for queso or one of them. For the Vink, the Vinkman weight loss challenge originally. <laughs> I think that one may have been my mom's. Like you can buy them on Amazon for like 99 bucks. And I don't remember if I bought my own or if she sent me hers because they had done a big weight loss with their dog. But um, it's so much easier than like picking them up. Teetering and weighing while yourself. I'm carrying guac. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty uh, unstable. For sure. So it's very nice. It just sits on the floor and they stand on it. So, yes, he's down to, I think, 89.2. Yeah. So uh, he had gone up a little bit and then has come back down. So, yeah. I think they all went up in Maryland, right? Wasn't I think, like, like the week before, we must have just been giving them extra food and stuff. But We might have been giving them treats. Perhaps we, we did. <laughs> I give zero <laughs> treats. I give no treats, which is why they like you all better. Uh, but anyway, he's at 89.2. That's his lowest so far. His water weight. <laughs> All those water snacks you're and giving them. bad angles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just on top of would be the <laughs> angle on the scale. Uh, so, yeah, that's going good. Everybody's weight's good. Hopper uh, has got her rations increased because she's <laughs> she's hungry all the time. But also, like, she's, she's at a very good weight. And it actually went down a little bit, which she doesn't need. Uh, if she were in jail, she'd be banging her metal plate on the ground like a prison riot because she's not getting enough rations have you seen that social media of the dog i think it's in like a japanese house and it comes in like with the bowl and it like 
flings his head and throws the bowl down on and the ground. And it's metal. Like, it goes clang, clang, clang. Like, Karen, where's my dinner? <laughs> I've had it with this. That's, it's a Shiva Inu, I think. Yes, right? yes. Yeah. It's sort of the hopper version of that. She like she suddenly stands up and looks at both of us, and she's like. Murph, and she Murph. throws her head around. Yeah, like, and I'm like, okay, hang on. Flings her head. Runs right over to the food. Um, so yeah, that's that. Everybody else is doing good. Um, Patrick is still chugging along. Yep. Just doing his thing. He's just doing his thing. He's he's when he realized where he is, he's happy to be here. He had a very hard time in Maryland. I mean, we talked about how the drive was hard for him, and it was hard for him both ways. But he was also like the whole time in Maryland. Like when he recovered, like we got back from the trip next day, fine. Here. Here. Yeah. Yeah. But in Maryland, I mean, he was up. We both were up for hours with him one night or another uh, where he was really uncomfortable. And and I was very worried. Now that we're back here, he seems better. Yeah. So. Good. Yeah. And I don't know if it was what it was. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, We did take him to the vet up there. I don't remember if we talked about that on the last podcast i think it was after we recorded um you know my really good vet up there in maryland and uh he was kind of like well and kind of tried everything with him so he gave us one other anti-inflammatory which is like you squirt it in their mouth it's got a little syringe and you squirt it in the mouth oh he hates it it doesn't even taste bad i mean it smells kind of like honey it doesn't ta- i've tasted he's it he's kind of a drama king oh my god so i tried to put that in his mouth and he's like no no and then he tries to walk away but his legs don't work i ended up squirting it on my leg <laughs> that's just expensive it's expensive yeah <laughs> so uh the one dose we got into him didn't seem to make much of a difference and now it's like it's you know we've got it in reserves but he hates it <laughs> and it's like uh, it'll do more damage giving it to him than it might help. Yeah, he's going to like trip over himself trying to run oh. away. Because <laughs> that is his strategy. If you try to grab his mouth or, or like put something in there or oh, rub yeah. his eye, take his, you know, his eye gloop out or something, he kind of sits down mm-hmm. like flops. He just flops. Yeah. And it's, it's just gets really con- like he's a pile. Yeah. Um, but he like when we were on the drive, he was sort of combative with me. He's not able to bite. Right. He can't. He doesn't have enough control. He doesn't really have enough awareness. But like I'd try to take him out of the RV and he'd he'd kind of chomp on my arm. Chomp, chomp into the air near where you were. Yeah, he, he really like... wanted to bite me, but he's entirely incapable of biting me. He can't bite down hard. He can't, like his mouth doesn't work right. It doesn't so work it, right for some reason. It's not at all like if he were a capable dog, it would be scary and worrisome, but he can't do any damage. But just the fact that you know he's a good sweet boy and was doing that like it showed what a hard time he was having yeah. um, but he hasn't done any of that since we've been back so no he seems to be feeling better he's settled into his role here which is not that exciting he's a bit of a wallflower here <laughs> yeah he doesn't well he just doesn't really know what's going on yeah uh but yeah he's fine everybody else is fine i don't think walk has had any antics since we got back you're a good boy, Guac. No, he's pretty. He's pretty solid. We're we're trying to cut down on the obsessive ball. Yeah, no, that is the annoying. So here, he's a very smart dog, and he's also super obsessed with like his balls and having things thrown for him all day. I mean, you guys see on the snaps, he has a ball in his mouth. He drops it in front of us like he just did there. And then he growls at it sometimes. Oh, or barks whoops. at it yeah. for sure, all constantly except when he's asleep. And so what he figured out 
Um, and if you watch the snaps closely, so we've got like a sectional couch in the living room and then there's an ottoman and it has like a little like wooden serving tray on it where we keep like the remotes and whatever stuff that we want to have at hand in there. GR dad's reading glasses are in there. Earphones. Uh, yeah. Earphones. I've got a nail file in there, just like random stuff that you want to have right by on the couch. So he's figured out, and I mean, he figured this out a month or two ago, that he can put his ball in the tray, and that's super obnoxious because it's knocking around all the loose stuff that's in there, and then wait, nudge it, nudge it, wait for us to throw it. Yeah, and he's like nudging it into my glasses, or he's nudging the, it into the, the pan The last couple there. weeks he's figured out, the more he moves it around and kind of knocks into the shit that's in there, the more likely it is that we're going to throw it. Real jerk move there, buddy. And then you try to take it away, like move it, and then he barks at it or whatever. And so it just got to the point where it's like we couldn't even really have a conversation because he would just be so demanding. And so I was like, we've got to figure out something about this. But you can't discourage him. Like you could move the ball, and for 45 minutes he'll stand there and stare at it or bark at or it. Bark or bark at it. He can, he can he do whatever. Amazing. Focus, focus. and patience. <laughs> Yeah. So I'm like, we can't just be like, oh, no, if you put it in the tray, we're going to take it away. Because then he's like, I I can wait. This that's, is fine. That's part of the game, I yeah. think. Yeah. So uh, one thing that my parents have had to do with one of their ball-obsessed dogs is not have balls in the house. No tennis balls in the house. And, and I have been there with him. He just stares at the ball the whole time. I mean, it's a, a variation on the guac move, but he just, he can't do anything except look at the ball. And I was like... Let's try it. We're going to put all the balls in the Kongs, which are the things he wants fetched outside. Jared, stop checking your phone. You... Okay. Okay. Do you need to check it? No. Okay. You can go if you need to. Okay. Um, yeah. So everything, like the snakes, the donut, like the soft toys can stay in because he doesn't really want those thrown mm-hmm. or fetched. Doesn't get as obsessed. No, but all the balls and stuff have to go Kongs. outsides yeah and the kongs which he thinks are just balls God, but they're like disaster balls right because they root they wreck stuff there's I, I mean like you you eventually have to give in and throw the ball if he has it and i cannot enumerate the number of times more gr dad than me but both of us have definitely had it where like it knocks something off something it hits something takes a weird bounce usually wakes up one of the other dogs because guac steps on them yeah it's it's sort of destructive definitely more me definitely because i keep being optimistic thinking i can throw it in a controlled fashion and then it doesn't work yeah i just kind of dump it in like to the guest bathroom and then he has to run around the couch and go back so it's gentle but in any case we have moved the crate of balls outside so we let him have them in the house during the day and then when it's like time to sit down at night we put them all outside and he gets a little bit sad but then he's fine i can handle him being sad for five minutes our life is so much more pleasurable in the like three days that we have introduced this measure yeah um and he's fine like you know he's got he can carry the donut around he can have a thing in his mouth yeah and he'll Uh, talk occasionally or he'll jump around with the other dogs it's not like he's not doing anything and i like i don't think it's it's not like stimulating or good for his mental well-being to just be staring at a ball all night <laughs> wanting it thrown like i get playing a game of fetch is good right but it's more like obsessive like i just need to be doing this than oh i really want to play with you yeah i don't know if it gives him joy it just is something he feels like he has to do yeah so uh, that's been our guac adaptation this week, which I, I think is going very well. 
Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. good. And it's, I mean, I, I fully admit he has me trained, right? I mean, I'm... A softy. You're like well, a roasty yeah. of a human. I, <laughs> <laughs> I taste delicious. <laughs> and I'm full of love. Oh, that's very nice. There you go. No one lick your dad, please. <laughs> you see him coming down the street. Do not lick him. Do not lick. It's bad in any time, but these, di- <laughs> these days even worse. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, and we've decided to call everything that Chief oh, Brody chops. Oh, the pizza slice, yes. <laughs> pizza slice to avoid having to name every random scrap and toy that we have in the house. So one of the friends of the squad sent us a box of toys, which, uh, you know, people do. They send toys, which is great. And I think this was a Doug the Pug branded toy that was like several slices of pizza and they Velcroed together like into four a chain. made of pizza, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and they Velcro apart. And so what that means is they're never stuck together in our house because mm-hmm. these dogs pull everything apart right away. So we had these four little pizza slices and Brody just loved them. And he'd be like, and he doesn't play with toys a lot. Like he'll, he'll hold the thing in his mouth when he's on his back, but he'd kind of pick this up and like, look at us and we'd be Wag. like, Oh, I'm going to take it away. And so it, this is a game we hadn't really played with him before. And I'd be like, Brody, give me that pizza slice. I want that pizza slice. And he'd be like, oh no, she's going to take it from me. <laughs> and like wag and kind of run away. And so we'd play this very fun game for him. Give me the pizza slice. And then, you know, if you try to tug on it, he just lets go. Yeah, and then not, we have to stick it back in his mouth. He's not really good at playing yet. Yeah. Uh, but he, he had a good time. And so, yeah, we've just adapted calling anything he does this with now. It's his pizza slice. Because those pizza slices are long gone. We, oh, they've been destroyed. We, we yeah. don't exactly know where these toys go sometimes. They could be processed through Quark. the dogs partly, yeah. <laughs> partly, but never in, in their entirety. So it hasn't been another problem, knock on wood. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, we brought back. He found uh, this kind of rubber S-shaped toy yeah. in Maryland, which is, has been a favorite toy of many dogs. It and is actually indestructible. Yes. Uh, it's great. And it, it's kind of weird and bendy. Apparently, it's fun to chew. So that was like his pizza slice in Maryland. We brought that back. We're so, just going to call things pizza slice rather than trying to think of new names or get him to learn something different. Yeah, he's going to be like pizza slice. That means they're playing the take it away game with yeah. me. So, yeah, we've been doing it on the snaps a little bit. And we were like, oh, we should explain like why we're calling everything a pizza slice. Yeah, I think him. he was eating a coconut husk the other day. And I was like, nice pizza slice. And he was give, like, oh, give me that pizza slice. This is good. This yeah. is good. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, things are, you know, pretty, pretty normal. Nothing too exciting. Bank had a big flare up of some allergy thing when we came back from For like Maryland. two days, she was all pink. Yeah. And then it was fine. Poor she looks girl. perfectly normal now. So yeah. she's got, she obviously has some allergies. But it showed us that it wasn't something necessarily that's down here. It could just be allergies in general. Mm-hmm. Like For it wasn't, sure. it's not like lizards or something. <laughs> Thank you, rubbing yourself on lizards. Or salt water. I mean, she didn't have that in Mm -hmm. Maryland. She didn't have that in Maryland. (laughs) I know. Uh, Yeah, so everybody's good. Uh, We've got no interesting news to report. Do you want to do the German word of the week? You've been anxiously checking your phone. So usually that means you're looking up German words of the week. Yes, yes. It's a a topical German word. Okay. It's called Wahlerschöpfung. Okay. I don't know what that means. Election exhaustion. Oh. <laughs> That's a great German it's word. Just diagnosed in the U.S. in uh, November 2020. <laughs> say, say it again. Wahlerschöpfung. Erschöpfung. Erschöpfung is exhaustion. 
Wahlerschöpfung. Wahlerschöpfung. Ja, so the cause is excessive consumption of unresolved election coverage. You guys invented a word just for us. Yeah. And then symptoms include fatigue and uncontrolled noises that sound a little bit like CNN ads. (laughs) 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 I definitely have that. Yeah. Okay. And this came from a German journalist. (laughs) (laughs) So the world is watching. Oh my God. Our stupid election and getting exhausted themselves. Wahlerschöpfung. At least we're sharing something with the world. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, do you want to do the taste of the keys or do you want me to do it? You do it. Okay, I got to pull it up here. Because I haven't pulled it up. Okay, I sent this. Oh, look, you oh, just yeah. sent it. Val Erschöpfung. That's spelled totally differently than I thought. It has an O with an umlaut on it. Hüpf. Hüpfung. Yeah, yeah. All right, hang on. I got to pull up this story here. All right, I asked your dad to look for it. Now he's reading other tweets, so. Uh. <laughs> it's a sickness. <laughs> put your phone down, dear dad. Put, no, put it down. Put it down. It's so good. <laughs> sunfish. <laughs> oh, that sunfish tweet is really good. <laughs> you guys get on Twitter and search for sunfish. In the news. Well, I mean, I think the tweet is worth reading on its own. Yeah, fair enough. Which then directs to it. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so the story that I was going to read that was sent to us by the girl with the gerbil tattoo, uh, now that we've read the story, this is actually one that we covered. So the article's back from June of 2019 about the guy in the kitchen who is like he works in a kitchen and then he strips naked and threatens his co-workers with a knife. So go back to June of 2019 and you will hear our coverage of that story, which is good. Uh, so we're not going to redo it. But I guess the news of the week for us is that Hurricane Ada. Ada? 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 I don't know. How do you say it? It's Two Greek. T's? Two T's. Is it two T's? I thought it was like Ada James. I mean, it's, it's not named after a person. It's the Greek letter. I think um, I think it's Ada. It's not used like in a lot of with fraternities, so I don't know it. Yeah. Anyway, that one, uh, <laughs> that hurricane that just hit like Nicaragua, it's like, oh, I, I mean, I, I track the hurricanes all the time. It's like, okay, so here's this little one, droop, pops up right there. But in Nicaragua, that's way out of the way. And I mean, normally they, like in the middle of the season, even the beginning of the season, they're coming from Africa. You watch them all the way across the Atlantic. No. This little fucker like pops up <laughs> in just like right there. Right? Right off the coast of Central America. Hi. Bloop, here I am. Uh, so usually those are like not that big a deal and they're a little weird. And so, okay, I'm like, all right, well, and then you look at the track. It's just going like straight west and fine. It's gonna hit, I mean, you don't want it to hit Central America, but like there's nothing interesting for us that's going to happen with this. Yeah. No. 2020 says, fuck no. I'm going to make landfall across Central America, and then I'm going to turn 180 degrees and come back out into, like, the Caribbean Sea, and then I'm going to turn north 90 degrees, go right the fuck across Cuba, and then up into the Florida Keys. Like, it, it was homing in on us. It doesn't even make a letter. It, it, it no, makes, and the path is real zigzag, you know, real, like, crazy, a- angular. Crazy-ass yeah. track. Uh, so it is on track, you know, fortunately for us, you know, so it's made landfall already in Central America. A couple times now. Well, if it hits Cuba, it'll be twice. Yeah, it hasn't, hasn't gone there yet. So it's, so that weakened it. So it was a very strong hurricane. Like they, they had to cancel a bunch of the overflights, but it could have hit Category 5. It was a Category 4 when it landed. So a super powerful hurricane. Did a ton of damage. Um, and then it kind of bounced off. It's, well, it's, it's kind of curving over. So it it may be down to a tropical depression right now, but as soon as it gets back out of the water, it's going to strengthen. 
the good news for us is that it's doesn't it's forecast to just remain a tropical storm the whole time and when it passes over cuba like that always brings down it's not it's supposed to be a tropical storm over cuba too but when it goes over land it loses power so uh we're gonna be fine it's just gonna be a little windy rainy but, windy yeah no, not it's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be a sucky weekend for and i guess early next week i think it's coming sunday or monday uh sucky weekend for doing stuff outside but whatever nothing bad is going to happen and someday our hurricane windows will get installed and we won't have to worry as much but that's that's a forbidden boring topic on the podcast so yes we'll tell you all about it when it's happening because that will be great dog excitement yeah there will be dudes here changing our windows yeah usually dog friendly dudes yeah no they're all very nice so far no uh okay so that's it i think anything else you need to add to your dad no all right well groundhog day until next week, don't bite anyone unless they ask you to. Yeah, it's, yeah, don't bite anyone. Mask up, don't bite. Bye. Bye.